conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast this month. I hope that your summer has been going fabulously. I know that the summer can be a busy time, which is why so many times we wind up going, where did the summer go? But I hope that you found time and are still finding time to soak up places and spaces for rest. Recently, I spent some time with some friends that worked hard I mean hard to arrange things to be able to get together. And it was the sweetest day just because I think it took so much for each one of us to get together in that room. And of course, once we did, it was the exhale we had all been waiting for. It was amazing as our time went on, as we slowly began to unpack what we were all carrying, which was the need to tell what life had been like, what had been going on, and to hear what had been happening in each other's lives. And then to go through the need to laugh. And we laughed so hard and so deep. You know, when you're overdue for a belly laugh and you just, you finally get one and you think, I needed that. You kind of don't even remember what made you laugh that hard, but The relief and the release of that deep laugh, oh, it is a needed layer. But then we got into some of the depthier places of where we were living in both sort of the working out of things in our life, in our heart, in our relationship, but also the things that God was stirring. And I was reminded once again of how making the decision to not be stuck in the shallows, but to get into the deep and live out of the deep of you, to receive from the depth of God, requires living in a sort of tension. Here's what I mean by that. Not the tension of intensity like anxiety. I'm talking about the tension of the old school tension rod, where there's just enough pressure or intensity in place on either side, on the right hand, on the left, that it's holding something right where it needs to be. And in living out of the depth of who you are, it requires that we live in different ways where there is this tension. Here's what I mean by that. Living in the tension of both God working for you saying, I fight for your enemies. I will contend with those that contend with you. And knowing that God is working and fighting for you, but also in the tension on the other side of going, you know what? I cannot stay here anymore. I have to rise up and I have to move forward. If we're not careful, we can think that one cancels the other out. But the reality is, that we must live in the tension of both truths being true at the same time. Another place that we live in this tension is 
places where we have things going on in our life, where we are using our God-given faith and we are speaking His truth. We are speaking the promise. We are declaring Him as Lord and praising through difficult places. And so we're sort of instigating that belief and that faith and that trust in us. And yet on the other side, at the same time, we are resting in the relationship. Again, it could seem like, well, isn't it one or the other? But the reality is that the sweet spot is living in the tension of both. Another place that we have to do this is in the area of forgiveness. I am so grateful for the mercies of God, that they're new every morning because God knows I need them every morning. He gave them to us every morning. That's what his word says. And we know that if it wasn't for what Jesus did on the cross, that we would not even know about or get to experience the forgiveness for our sins. And we receive that from him. And on the other side of that tension is the place where we give forgiveness to others. To live in the tension of receiving our forgiveness from the Lord, even daily, and then also daily forgiving others. There's a scripture in the book of Psalms that I have been living in, and it's found in Psalms chapter 18, verse 19. And it simply says, He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. This is a paramount verse for this journey of wanting to live out of the deep of who you are, to live in that response of deep calls to deep, because this is the place that the psalmist David's talking about. He's saying, he brought me forth into a large place. That actual Hebrew word there means an opening, a large room a larger room. It means a place where he broadens you or where he unfolds you. God is saying, I am bringing you into a broadening place, a deeper place, but a place of unfolding in the inside of you. But it's interesting because You know, we get excited about hearing things like that and go, yes, God, enlarge in me. Yes, broaden me. Yes, unfold me. Bring me into a larger place. But the Hebrew for that simple phrase, he brought me forth, is very telling. It means to grow into. It also means to be made able to. It means to spring out of a cocoon. It means to be birthed. You and I know that anything that's being birthed is typically not a calm process. There is a work to birthing something. In this phrase, he brought me forth is that growing work. It's that 
birthing work. This is what God has been speaking through this emerging word. And it is an invitation to once again live in the tension of him saying, I want to bring you forth into this enlarged place. I want to bring you into an emerging. But in that lies the tension. The sweet spot is one, looking to me, the author and the finisher of your faith to do it. And at the same time, collaborating with him. How do we do it? In saying, God, have at me. Let's go into the deep. Let's see what needs to be dealt with. This is what we've been talking about in this podcast throughout the course of this year. And the sweet spot of the tension of knowing he's the only one that can do it. And yet, it requires that we come to the table and let him do the work. Verse 19, he brought me forth into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. Oh my goodness, there is so much here. Let me just tell you that this word delivered is not our English word for deliver. He delivered me because he delighted in me. It actually is an action-packed word. Delivered means He stripped off. He stripped off of me. He's stripping off of you everything that is not that original design. It means to make ready for a fight. He's equipping you for the thing that he has intentioned you for. And in doing that, he says, I am delivering you. Right there, again, paints the picture of this multi-sided tension of going, yes, God, be my deliverer. And God's going, "I, I am and I will. But that means I am delivering you. I am bringing you through the birthing canal, and I am pushing you into the set place that I have for you. So I want to invite you to look at Areas of your life, and even in your thinking, how you have been looking at this, to discover if you have been living in the tension, the sweet spot, I'm calling it, of both of these, of God working in you and yet also knowing that you cannot stay where you are and you must move forward. You must rise up. Living in the tension of using your faith and speaking truth and getting out things that come out of your mouth that don't line up with the promises of God. And yet at the same time, resting in the relationship. I'll give you a great example of this. I remember one time I was dealing with an old car that I used to have. You know, it had been a great car for a while and then... It was just older, and it just started having all this trouble. And so I was driving it to the mechanic one day, and it was starting to give out. I knew it was just barely hanging on. And, you know, women, I just recently had to have my car that I have now in the shop, and 
thank God it's a great car. But I'll tell you what, there was just a part of me that was like, I don't know that the best use of women is dealing with automotive mechanical issues. I just need a car that goes, that looks nice, and I'm good to go. So back in the day, I'm driving this car and it's barely hanging on. And I am just like, God, you have got to get me in this car to this shop without anything happening. And I'm just like, Father, I just pray over this car right now, you know, and I'm praying the prayers and and I'm saying all the things and and I'm watching every mile tick by that I've got to go to make it to this mechanic. So I had prayed. And so with every mile, I was just like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that this you're making this car go. Thank you, Lord. And I mean, I am just like, clutching that steering wheel, and this is just coming out of me just like a stream. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you make this car go. And so I had been doing this just tense. You know, I can feel every muscle in my neck just tensed up. I'd been doing this for probably about five minutes, and I'm sitting at this traffic light, and and it's just coming out of me. And all of a sudden, I just heard the still, small voice of the Lord, and He just said, Jen, it's okay. You've already asked me. You've already invited me into this situation. I'm working on this for you. Now rest in our relationship. Oh, it hit me so deep. And I realized that I was not living in the tension of both. I was far from the sweet spot that I actually somehow was thinking that my constant stream of thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, as if I'm continuing to talk him into doing something for me, it's so beneath him. And what he was saying is, Jen, this is beneath our relationship. Not only is this beneath who I am, this is beneath what you and I have. The truth and the preciousness of that hit me, and I just took a breath, and I just stayed in peace. I kept my mind on him, and I just stayed in peace and drove all the way to that mechanic without a hitch. I have remembered that since. Every time I have had to deal with stuff with my car and other things too, it's a living in the tension of the God side and our side of walking out our life with him. And the key to all of it is to be led by his spirit. And that's exactly the sweet spot that he wants us in. Because to live in the tension of these things, to live in that sweet spot, no one can tell you what that is for you. It requires that we be in relationship in communication with him. That is exactly why it is the sweet spot. The sweet spot of getting into the deep of you is being led by his spirit and living in the tension of these things. So as you look at where have I been when it comes to this stuff? Have I been leaning on one side or the other? Maybe you've been leaning on everything that you're supposed to do. You know, 
It's so easy to live in your own spiritual gravitas that the things that we learn of the word of God all of a sudden become our source instead of him when he can only ever always be our source. And yet there is a partnering and an appropriating, but the tools can never replace the source, and that is him. I mentioned living in the tension of forgiveness. You know, I've spent a lot of time with leaders and in our mentoring program. A lot of times it centers around just helping really amazing people get unstuck. Sometimes you can just get stuck and can be for a number of reasons. Sometimes it's things that we've gone through in life that we just haven't dealt with or let the Lord deal with. Many times it's areas and issues in our soul. It's places we get into where we get stuck in our our head all the time and in our mind, and we so badly want the will of God, but, but we get stuck. And so I spend a lot of time helping people get unstuck. And I would say that the two main causes for really amazing people I'm talking about God lovers that just are going, God, whatever you have for me. The two main areas where people get stuck that are wanting to live out of the deep are these two things. Number one, they get stuck in their head. Have you ever hit a space or a season where you go, I don't really want to admit it, but I'm just not hearing God like I used to. Or I don't know that I sense his presence like I once did. I'm doing all the things, but if I'm honest with myself, I feel disconnected. And what's wrong with me? And is something off in my life? And if that's you, that is a place that's keeping you from emerging. And it's a place that's keeping you from the deep. And that area is usually because you're stuck in your mind. And your problem is not a spiritual problem. Your spirit is full of the life of God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Your spirit is in communion with him, but there's something in the way, and it's your mind. And in our culture, this happens a lot. And your problem is that you must learn how to quiet your mind. See, our minds, because of a 24-hour communication cycle, because of cell phones, everybody can reach us any minute of the day through multiple ways of communicating. Our minds don't get quiet. Our minds don't experience stillness. And it's a discipline that as spirit-led people We have to learn and we have to work out and we have to practice daily in order to hear what the Spirit of God is speaking to our spirit. So if you're stuck, one of the main areas is you need to quiet your mind. I would encourage you to find a place and a time habitually every day where your mind is still. Now let me help you with something to do that. 
Many times we picture our minds like a movie screen. And, you know, if your mind is running all the time, you're trying to quiet it, you go, oh, no, and, you know, another scene's playing. Now I'm thinking of something else. And we're trying to deal with the movie screen. Oh, I shouldn't be thinking about that. I was supposed to be praying. Or, or I'm trying to be quiet, but my mind is racing. And we're trying to just delete that movie screen and change the movie screen. And we're always trying to deal with the movie screen as a symbolism of our mind. But the reality is that your mind and you are not a movie screen. You own a movie screen, but you are the owner of the theater where the movie screen is. You see, you are not a mind. You possess a mind, but you are in charge and you get to control when that movie screen is on and what is playing on it. So when you move out of just going, oh, I wasn't supposed to think that, oh, I wasn't supposed to think that, and you move into, I own that movie screen, and I tell that movie screen what to do. See, that is your spirit, the real you, rising up and taking control and telling your mind what to do rather than your mind telling you. That will make the biggest difference in you being able to quiet your mind so that your spirit that's already in intimate communication with the Spirit of God can connect and you can hear clear. The second main area that I have found that gets people stuck or keeps them in the shallows when they're wanting to live out of the deep is a forgiveness issue. Now, this might surprise you because I'm not talking about just forgiving people in our life we need to forgive, and we do. But most of us know that. And most of us know that we have mercies that are new every morning and that we can go to God and receive forgiveness. Most of us know that. But what I have found is that a lot of long-term, long-time Christians forget to receive forgiveness from God and then give it as a gift to themselves. I'm talking about the power of forgiving yourself. We're so quick to tell people, don't you know your sins are forgiven? We're so quick to go, well, of course that's the gospel. Jesus forgave us of our sins and he cleansed us with the blood and will even receive it. And yet many Christians walk around harboring an unwillingness to forgive themselves. We're holding ourselves in contempt of court because of the things that we have not done that we felt like we should. We hold ourselves in contempt of court, so to speak, over situations that we replay and go, I could have handled it better, or I should have, or I know I did entirely wrong. And we know that God forgives us. But can I ask you, have you taken the gift of forgiveness and given it to yourself? There is a new world of freedom, man of God, woman of God 
on the other side of forgiving yourself. What did Jesus say? If I don't condemn you, then who is there to condemn you? Forgiveness is one of the greatest gifts that God gave us. And I'm telling you, your pathway to emerging and your pathway into the deep with God and the deep of who you are is laid with the stones of forgiving yourself. Right now, I want to just invite you to consider this place with the Holy Spirit, and He'll help you. Holy Spirit, where are the pockets and places where I have been holding myself in contempt? Where I need to release myself and let myself off the hook and receive your forgiveness that you've given to me. I want to just give you a prayer that you can pray to help you walk into this. You can pray something like this. Heavenly Father, I forgive people that have done me wrong. I thank you that you have forgiven me, but I also forgive myself. I forgive myself for places where I've missed it. But I also forgive myself for taking responsibility for things that were never mine to take. I forgive myself for being a people pleaser instead of being led by your Spirit. I forgive myself for trying to be things that you never called me to be. But I also forgive myself for the times that I did not walk in who you made me to be. I thank you, Father, that you have made the way for intimacy between you and I. And I repent for standing in the way of our depth of intimacy because I was stuck in a place of unforgiveness. I receive your forgiveness in every part of who I am. I receive your mercies and I receive your grace. Thank you, Jesus, for a brand new day of doing life with you. You and me and me in you. Help me to walk it out and be led by your Spirit. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Well, I pray that this message and the truths in this podcast help you. If you have been trying to get to the depths and felt like you just couldn't move forward, I pray that the truths we've talked about today open up the way for you to step right in to your deep place with Him. Remember what Psalms 18, 19 says. He is bringing you, growing and birthing you into a large, broad, unfolding place. He is delivering you. He is stripping off everything that is not part of His original design. He is making you ready for the journey, ready for the fight. Why? 
because he delights in you. Well, I can't believe we are at the end of another podcast. I'm so glad that you listened today, and we would love to hear feedback from you. Take some time and find us on social media at Facebook or Instagram, or visit the website at jentringale.com. My heart is that these podcasts would be a tool on your path of destiny to help you walk out not only what you're called to be, but who you're made to be. We'll see you back here next time. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.